And we want to welcome you to another episode of Second Half Now. This is a uniquely designed uh, radio show and podcast uh, for the 50-plus generation. And this is where we have a good time discussing the things that are important to us in what we call the second half of life. We even call our, ourselves uh, second halfers, and that could include boomers and seniors and everybody 50-plus. So we want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. We just have a uh, casual but very uh, purposeful and intentional conversation with our guest and topic for today. I'll be introducing that in just a moment. So I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Patrick Lyons. And part of our show is I always uh, look across the uh, studio table here at Patrick and I say, Patrick, what is the good word for today? Hi, Dan. The good word today is connection. I don't want to say too much, yeah, because I don't want to tip uh, the uh, yeah I don't want to tip our show. Got it. But it is it's it's about connection. Connection. I like yes. that. So the listener can be thinking about that and listening for clues about well, what's this about because we're actually going to talk about relationships and uh, so here here's our focus for today. We've had lots of great guests and we've discussed a lot of uh, really significant topics for our uh, audience for the 50 plus and today we have a special treat my daughter is in town flew in uh gosh when was it uh anyway just a, a night ago or so yeah. and uh, we thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to have an on-air dialogue and uh, one of the things that we really like to talk about and actually spend intentional time talking about is relationships and communication that's where the connection comes in patrick right yeah yeah absolutely the title for today's show is Staying Connected When Our Kids Are Adults. And so my daughter is 33, very much an adult, and we've gone through a lot of transitions from her uh, being my, my little princess and uh, just growing up through those years in high school and then on. So, And Rachel and I have been blessed with a really, really good relationship over the years, and we really value each other and trust each other. But we've had our challenging times, and... Um, we deeply love and respect each other, and I'm so blessed and so grateful for that. Uh, recently, six months or so, um, I flew to her town where she near where she was living, and uh, it was just like we were. I was there 24 hours. F flew in, she picked me up one evening and took me back to the airport the next evening. We spent 15 hours straight just talking. So um, we have for today some insights and some suggestions that we think that uh, you might find helpful. So again, the title for today's show is Staying Connected When Our Kids Are Adults. Rachel, honey, it's great to have you in town, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks, Dad. It's great to be here. Yeah, isn't this fun? Project. We've been talking about this for a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, let's just uh, get right into it here. We have, actually, we have uh, 10 things. We spent some time together yesterday, and we've been kind of dabbling over the past weeks and stuff, but this is a subject that's real uh, familiar to us. So what we'd like to do today is have a discussion that provides at least one takeaway for our listeners. And uh, for dad, whether you're a dad or a daughter, or whether you're a mom or a son too, uh, we're just focusing on the father-daughter part here, but uh, we want everybody to pick up something. Something to build into your relationship, something you can try, even if it seems a little awkward and uncomfortable, which uh, that can happen in our relationships. So many dads I know have a challenge communicating with their adult daughters, so Rachel used to be, as I said, she used to be my little princess, you know, all her pink and her lace and all her, she wasn't so much into dolls, but it was teddy bears and stuff like that, but it's bit, certainly yeah. not the same now. So um, dads, I want you to realize that you can recognize the person uh, you related to as, as she was growing up. She is not the same person now. 
And her world, her awareness, her communicating and her relating and her relationships and her views are all different now. So, Rachel, we were talking about this just kind of before we started. In fact, as we we're on the way over to the studio today, how would you describe or let's talk about the, the changes that happen in a girl's life that the dad should maybe be aware of as these changes are taking place? Well, remember, we had this kind of note written down and I felt like I drew a blank because yeah. I've just been living my life and not thinking about growing or, you know, I have been, but not necessarily in our in our context. Um, and we kind of talked about how I might not be perceiving the changes that I'm undergoing and how and how I'm shifting. I just am yeah. shifting. Um, and it was just normal for you because that was you. That was what you thought and your experience and your perspective on things. Yeah, sometimes when you get a new thought that changes your outlook on something, it becomes the new thing and you, you forget what your old outlook was exactly and the dads are thinking oh my little girl is changing she's and he, you're probably very acutely aware yes. of it yeah so we have a list of 10 things we hope to get through most of them uh and so if you're listening we'd uh, like for you to just kind of th- walk through with us and maybe pick up a thing or two that you might apply either in your own understanding or in the way that you communicate with your dad or with your daughter or with your mom or with your son so uh, number one is actually uh, something that Rachel has brought up a number of times, and that is unconditional love. So let's, and we're kind of um, looking at each other across the table here. And Patrick, feel free to jump in because you have a daughter too. <laughs> I do. I have you two have daughters. Two actually. daughters. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, unconditional love. Let's talk about that. What, is, what does that mean to you, Rachel? How, how would you describe? Well, it means that no matter what we, how we behave or... Um, yeah, the things we do or how how we do things, we're not judging each other. We just we know that no matter what happens, no matter what happens between us, any of the bumps and struggles, we we know that we always just come back to we love each other no matter what. Yeah, so and the word says itself unconditional. So yeah. in my experience, my relationship with you, I disregard the things that might cause me to be uncomfortable or to not like the behavior or the attitude, particularly as you were growing up. Yeah. But unconditional, I mean, there are no conditions. I love you no matter what. That's that's well said. Yeah. Patrick, how about you and your daughters? Yeah. Um, obviously, I, I, I think this, it's so funny you say this is something we need to show our daughters. It's something every one of us wants is we want unconditional love. We want to know that when I screw up, you're still going to love me, right? Mm-hmm. Or there are no strings attached mm-hmm. to this relationship. You just love me because, because you've you've chosen to. It's a choice. That's what unconditional love is. And mm-hmm. I, I like to with my with my kids with my daughters. I like to say it's it's just loving them right where they are. Mm-hmm. That um, you know they may not necessarily be where where I always. They may not always do what I what I hope they would do, or or they may not always um, say the 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 right thing or the perfect or and who knows even if it is the right thing or the perfect thing it's just not, maybe not what i wanted to hear but just love them right where they are just love them uh, for who they are and uh, even if it is different uh, rachel i'm curious so when you think about unconditional love is there a, a story or a i'm throwing you a curveball because we haven't you talked are. about this hmm. but a, you know a story <laughs> or, or something that comes to mind when you think about some of the unconditional love you've gotten from dr dan gosh um I, there's too much to narrow down. I think he just has been such so, so a steady presence. Yeah. I've never, I've never doubted or felt uh, unsure mm. of his love for me. And I've been out there. I'm definitely 
not following in his footsteps and been a challenge, I think, for as, as a daughter for him. But it's never, yeah, no, no specific You've story. Just I've never had to, never had to even question. Well done, Dan. Well, and I get that same thing back too. She, sure. Uh, yeah. So, and it's just to be, I think it's being safe and secure in that relationship. It's not that we try to push it or try to, you know, go off the rail or anything, but it's just, you know, if I tweak out a little bit or say or do something that maybe doesn't fit with what you or the vice versa, you know, so, uh, yeah. and we are safe and secure in that relationship and that's incredibly powerful. We're going to move on um, in terms of expressing love. And I just want to say these real quickly. There are five love languages. And I want to say particularly to dads, uh, it's one thing to have unconditional love as a feeling that you have toward your kids, your daughter, or your son, but I'm encouraging you to show it and say it. And maybe you know the five love languages, and I'm just going to read through them because we want to move on to the other things. But number one is quality time together. Uh, number two is favors or acts of service. This is how the person feels uh, valued and loved. Number three is gifts. Number four is physical touch. And number five is words of affirmation. So you may want to get the book by, is it Gary Smalley, The Five Love Languages? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. And learn about that and integrate that into the way that you relate to each other, both daughters and dads and sons and moms. And then, yeah, uh, yeah go ahead. Can I just say, yeah. uh, it's really worth looking into it, whether you've heard it before or haven't. I recommend it. And it's good to analyze what your style is and then you can communicate that to the people around you that you love helping them know w what feels best to you and then um have conversations with each other about it and what find out what your person's exactly. love language is yeah. so that you can it's not only you this is my style and this is how i'm going to show you but thinking about what makes them feel the best so Rachel changing Berthen. your style You're, for them that's there's so much wisdom in that you're exactly right one of the and this is a reason why relationships break down very often is i love you i'm going to show you love the way the way i like to be shown mm -hmm. and and then when it doesn't work when it's not working on you i get frustrated and i and i'm like well you know why do i even try and you feel and the other person feels frustrated that's exactly right instead of just saying style. you know what you're different what is your language and how can i shift my approach to love you right where you are that that to me is that's yeah. a continuation of what i said earlier yeah it's great that's beautiful i think if a listener gets nothing else out of the show that's really worth Mm -hmm. with that unconditional love and then communicating in the way, like I appreciate what both of you are saying. That's so critically important. So number three is uh, show respect, even if you don't agree. And we've had some conversations uh, recently, Rachel, about how would you put that out there? Oh, I know that I struggle with it. I definitely have a loose tongue kind of, and you are so tolerant and accepting of my swings and the things I say. And you've been a great example to me. Um, I've never felt disrespected or devalued by you when we when we get into our, our <laughs> rough conversations. But it's such a strong principle of yours that it's. I think it's what makes our relationship work. And mm. you're helping me. Yes. Dial that in better. Yes. Dan, can I? I just want to ask. So, to our listener, who's who's in a relationship? Maybe you can talk after after the break. Uh, to a, a listener who's in a relationship with someone who has a loose tongue, how do you how do you respond with grace and love? Yes, that's a good question, and we'll uh, get into that right after the break. Don't go away.
Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Sometimes we just need a little help around the house. Small repairs, painting, lawn and yard maintenance, cleanup jobs. These are some of the things handled by Sheldon's Maintenance. Or if your roof needs repair or replacing, or if you have a kitchen or bathroom that needs remodeling or updating, Sheldon's Maintenance is your go-to source for help. For all your handyman needs, call Sheldon's Maintenance for a free estimate. 503-804-7717. That's 503-804-7717. Sheldon's Maintenance for all your handyman needs. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4260. 16. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 properties. It's not just your house. It's your home. Hello, Milo. Believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home. We offer regular delivery of healthy, nutritious meals designed by a certified, licensed dietitian. Our meals are chef-prepared and delivered to the home. We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877-243-5928. That's 877-243-5928. Hello, Milo. Promoting grace and independence at home. Welcome back to Second Half Now. We also want to give a special thank you to our other sponsors, Carmen Farmer, the enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment, to the Marriage Architects, where you can design and build your dream marriage. Thank you to Nancy Cummings, the reverse mortgage specialist, to Jake Tompkins, products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness, to serving our neighbors who are raising up leaders and building bridges to better our communities, to Bob Lum, where you can find integrity and service for all your insurance needs, and to Better, Smarter, Richer, where you can do what you love and earn an income doing it. You can find out more about these and all of our great sponsors at secondhalfnow.com. Check out the Marketplace tab. Now, Dan, just before we left, I asked that question. How do you, for our listener, um, in a relationship with perhaps someone with a sharp tongue, how do you respond with grace and love? That's um, Because obviously, Rachel said you've you've done that your entire relationship. Always. Well, I think it goes back to really unconditional love, and that's not something that we can necessarily manufacture by ourselves. So I think that love has been placed inside of me. I can't take a lot of credit for it. So when Rachel has been uh, kind of um, tough to deal with and we're having a conversation, um, I just know how much I want to communicate that ongoing secure love to her. And again, I, I, don't, I'm, I don't know that dads can manufacture that. For me, it's a God-given thing, and I can't help it. In fact, when she... We have those incidents. We don't have them very much anymore, 
But I just love her all the more and want all the more for that relationship mm-hmm. to be. I used to get more mad because he'd kind of giggle at me because he just thought I was cute. <laughs> you really, you have a way of stepping away emotionally in in the in a mature way, not yeah. disconnecting, but just mm-hmm. kind of taking perspective and seeing that I'm struggling with something and it's not. I don't know. Well, that sounds. I like, might just be flipping out. And that just sounds like the wisdom for it. our listener is to step away emotionally <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and and keep perspective. Well, maybe we could jump to one of our other points. It's it's kind of down. It's, we have it as number nine, but it's don't push an issue and avoid topics that you know that you always argue about. And I think that that's how we've gone away from arguing throughout our relationship. We just we'll dabble in them every once in a while just to kind of check in and, and remember who we are and, and where we stand or whatever. But yeah, if you know that you have trouble with certain things, just kind of don't avoid them completely, but lovingly acknowledge the elephant in the room, but don't poke it. Mm. Don't, don't poke the elephant. It turns into a tiger. Well, Rachel, I think you're onto something there because, um, you know, we have these disagreements. I mean, even now, we have different beliefs and different kind of ways of seeing life and some other things. And sometimes it's safe and okay and healthy to talk about that and just kind mm-hmm. of put it out there. Uh, but other times when it seems like it just could end up in some kind of tension or friction, we just choose not to. Because we know uh, we're not going to change each other's exactly. outlook. That's right. And I think, and and not trying to, right? Yeah. Acknowledging yeah. that the other person is a is their own unique creation, and yeah. um, and you don't have to change the other person. Okay, so next on your list is give space and acceptance. Tell me, how have you guys done that with each other over the years? Well, I know as I've been growing and changing and uh, sharing those changes with my dad, um, for the in order for for him to give me the space and acceptance that I'm looking for, I have. I have to offer that to him even mm. first um, that I know it might take him a while to adjust to this new reality. Um, I can't just, you know, bang him over the head with it and, and tell, like expect him to just slide into this new world that I'm basically creating between us. Um, but yeah, just uh, giving time, being patient and accepting how, however he's going to deal with it and, and yeah, taking space. And it's been reciprocal, too, because I know that, uh, you know, when I have believed something or said something or done something that doesn't jive with your current self and how you have developed, mm-hmm. then, I mean, I feel that uh, that space. And, uh, and you've gotten so good at that over the years. And uh, so I really appreciate that. It gives me the freedom to believe and do and be who I am, you know, and, and that's been very important yeah, to me. Yeah, I think me. patience is in there, too, space, yeah. acceptance, and patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had uh, a couple of the items on our list of 10 that kind of combined. And so let's do that. Let's, uh-huh. Rachel, you were noticing that, um, uh, what is it, 8 and 10. ten. So w- what do you want to say about that? We don't have to always, this is a little bit overlapping. We don't have to always agree, but we can work on being accepting. Maybe that's kind of the same it thing. Is, it is really similar, yeah. yeah, knowing that we're dealing with different things, but, but that, that's okay. Yeah. We, can, we can figure it out. And you used a word in our conversation yesterday, I'm looking at number six on our list, to manage our differences. And that is, uh, use the term to figure it out and to navigate. Navigate's one of my favorite words. Tell us about mm-hmm. the boat. Because, yeah, I, uh, I ended up kind of making a boat analogy. We're in, we're in a boat together. Like, we're in this together. We're not yeah. separate. We're not against each other. We love each other. And what we want is to have a good relationship. It just might, we might 
conceptualize it differently or see it differently, but we're in a boat together and maybe there's rough seas or we disagree about what what direction to take to get to where we're trying to go, but but we are navigating together and um, yeah, just remembering we're we're together in, yeah, a, and one in a little of the boat. We talked about in our little boat that sometimes there will be a little um, um, kerfuffle over who's <laughs> steering the boat, right? <laughs> so that's part of the competition. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But we have to work it out. We have to navigate because I, I like what you're saying, that we're in it together and we want this to be a long-term, healthy, beneficial, mutual relationship. And you pay the price. You know, I can't have everything my way and you won't always be exactly what I would like to, you know, think that, that you know, you know the, mm-hmm. the ideal or the perfect. None of us is perfect. So mm-hmm. I want to get into, we only have a minute left. I want to get into the fact of treasuring our relationship because we had a loss in our family a number of years ago when Rachel's older brother, my son, firstborn son, uh, was killed in a plane crash. It was a tragic loss for us. But And all families have their stuff. And so, listener, whatever your stuff is, you want to put a high, relation, uh, high value on your relationship and work on that and draw closer. Because for, in a lot of ways, that kind of separated us in the family. Yeah. And we had to really work at and pay that price of, uh, of being together and drawing together in the midst of that. Yeah, I think stuff. it comes down to we just, we just remember that nothing is more important than our relationship. Mm. And I'm not sure everybody agrees with that. That's why I want to point it out. I think it's so valuable that you say that. Because when you get to that point, then you will do what it takes and pay the price if you treasure and value your relationship. Because that's what you're going to carry the rest of your life. So what guidance or advice would you have for for a listener who's, who's where the relationship with an adult child or with their, their, their parent isn't where they want it to be? What, what should they do? What can they do? Love them. <laughs> we wanted to end up with unconditional love and that's I mean you, if you can't change somebody you just love them yeah no matter what well and maybe just have of... one short awkward conversation that I know that things are really rough but but I want them to be good and I don't know what that looks like but can we mm. agree to work on it right <laughs> try like can we can we agree to try harder I'll try and put my stuff aside and you know whatever it is for every person but can can we just can we try it that's good. I think together. that's really healthy because sometimes there's a tendency for each side of the relationship to, to assume what else goes with that package. If you disagree on something, you assume, well, you know, that probably means this and this and they feel this way. Don't assume that. Have that conversation. Unfortunately, our time is up. Gosh, that went fast, <laughs> didn't it? But we're going to uh, put these, uh, this list on our website. We'll have a little annotation. We'll have 10 points. And uh, uh, for whatever degree that you can uh, glean something from that, we invite you to go to secondhalfnow.com. And um, we'll have that list there, and it'll just be sent to your email inbox. So, um, you know, even though we're out of time, you can hear this uh, show and any of our shows uh, anytime you want by going to secondhalfnow.com. We like to say that we are heard around the clock and around the world. And we really want to encourage you to visit the, uh, the, the um, network page. When you go to secondhalfnow.com, there's a network tab, and then that's where our sponsors are. We endorse them. We love them. We appreciate and value them. We'd like you to consider doing business with them. So we've been talking to my daughter, Rachel, who's in town on a special visit. And uh, it's just been so great, Rachel, to have you here. Our title is uh, Staying Connected When Our Kids Are Adults. Thank you, Rachel, for taking the time to be here today. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for coming in. Nice. Yeah.